Welcome to the Power Moves Only podcast. My name is Claudia Neilshaw and I'm a marketing educator and strategist. Over the last 10 years, I've empowered women like you across the business world to step into the most confident version of themselves through coaching and marketing consulting. Too many women are hiding their incredible message and skills from the world. It's my job to uncover your genius and help you make your next power move. Because women like you change the world and the world needs more of that. I'm here to help you elevate your voice and create your own daughter opportunity. So, are you ready? Hello, my beautiful angel princesses. Thank you so much for listening to this next episode, episode eight, Let's Elevate, me back with the rhyming. It is with an incredible guest. It's Cassie Hallinan from Sterling and Andy, an architecture practice based in Sydney. But if you are familiar with me, you will know that Cassie and I are soul sisters and fast friends, business colleagues, you name it. This is a really special episode. It's all about how to create powerful business partnerships and how Cassie found herself walking on a beach where she had this gut feel that she needed to go out on her own into business with her chosen business partner, Evan. Love you, Evan. And this episode is all about the business that they built together based on that mutual powerful understanding between each other of how this business is going to run, how they're going to make the impact that they want. We also talk about things like how to actually choose the right business partner, how to attract the right clients into your business with zero marketing. It goes against everything in my body, but you will find out how Cassie has done it. Um, And most importantly, being able to ask for help and being vulnerable with the people that we choose to do life and business with. This episode was really, really special for me and Cassie is about to head off overseas on a new adventure. So I'm glad that we were able to get this episode just in before she heads out. Enjoy it. Cassie Hallinan, welcome to the Power Moves Only podcast. How the hell are you? I am really good. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to be talking to you. Me too. Me too. And uh, full disclaimer to Everybody listening, Cassie and I are fast friends. We spend a lot of time together, um, but we're also colleagues and we run businesses. But Cass, I would love you to tell everybody, who are you? What are you all about? Um, such a huge question. Um, uh, and, yes, when I say I'm happy to be talking to you as in like professionally today because um, I do talk to you every day. But, yes, I'm Cassie. I um I've been running an architecture practice for the last five years with my business partner, Evan, um, who uh, we met when we were working together at another practice. Um, What am I about? I am about relationships and really getting to know people, what makes them drive, what makes them tick, what makes them them. Um, I kind of love the messiness of being human. I love that. And what? it really inspired you to start this business five years ago? What was the turning point? Um, Well, I mean, I've always been interested in buildings and homes and how um, things get created. Like my dad was an architect turned engineer turned computer programmer, but I definitely wasn't in the the IT side of things, but like as a kid watching all of his um, drawings and going through them all and then 
of course, having my say as to where I think things should go. Um, because it is very much, I'm a believer that environments affect our behaviour. And so having that notion and putting that into place for anything that we're doing, particularly, um, you know, how you dress, but also the lighting that is in the room, how the spaces are connected, it can have an impact. Um, when I was working with Evan, um, I had a bit of a falling out with the, um, the directors at the time. So I left, I went into the commercial space um, and it didn't have that same human connectivity that I was looking for and searching for again um, or missing really. And so um, I did this like personal development course and it was very much like, yeah, I'm not doing what I want to do. Um, I'm not being true to myself. So I... Uh, decided then and there it's like all right I'm just going to start my own thing and um and be able to play by my rules whatever rules they are but I know I don't want to do it by myself um and so I randomly contacted Evan and said hey how you going haven't spoken to you in a year let's start a business together and he um graciously accepted thank you Evan for graciously accepting if you're listening <laughs> right now what made you feel like you wanted to go into partnership with someone and why did you choose to go into partnership specifically with Evan? Like what are the things that you were thinking about when you thought I need a business partner to be along this journey with me? Yeah. Um, I mean, first off, I'm a twin. I've got a twin brother. So I've really never done life on my <laughs> own. Like I've, I've come into the world with somebody else um and so going into something like I I wanted to have someone who I could bounce off who I could have um who I could share the experiences with but also someone that would back me up but also where I would be able to back them up that was really important to me um in terms of why Evan it, it was really like an intuitive type of thing it was when I was talking to myself about okay what do you want to do um, and then the the vision of it kind of came about. It was just Evan's face I just kept seeing. Um, and so I called him and it was, uh, I guess, deep down I knew that, you know, our strengths are each other's weaknesses and our weaknesses are each other's strengths and we were just a really good balance between what we wanted to do. Um, I knew he was going to not just let, or allow me to do it, but support me in what I wanted to do and the role that I wanted to play in the business. Um, and I knew that, I mean, he didn't really want to do much of the business development or the, um, I don't think that he ever really wanted to run a business or be a business owner as such. Um, and so I knew that he just, he really just wanted to be head of architecture. And that was really, um, that worked incredibly well for me. Um, and I believe it's been working well for him as well. Um, but yeah, kind of just thought of it and went for it. And here we are five years later. How has intuition continued to play a role in your business? <laughs> um, on the daily, I guess it's very much a, if I have a gut feel about anything, it's like, yeah, we're not doing it. Or um, a lot of the times if I'm talking to, you know, my peers or um, other consultants and they're saying, oh, yeah, you need to do this, you need to do this. Um, 
I don't know, there's always something in the back of my head that might just say it's like, just do it, but not yet. Wait, it's not the right time. Um, and that's just always been kind of perfect for me. It hasn't, like, it hasn't blown up in, in a negative way or anything. And it's always, I've always, I've had many moments where I can look back and say, oh, I'm so glad that I listened to that little um, voice in my head where sometimes I can think and I get angry at myself thinking, you know, you're just procrastinating this. You've just got to do it. Come on. Um, whereas every time I really kind of start hating on myself, it comes back and it's like, nah, you would like, you meant to, to wait. This is perfect. And it couldn't have ended in a, in a better way. Um, it's the same with clients. Like one of the reasons why we did start the business as well is because we wanted to be able to choose who we wanted to work with. You know, you're designing someone's home, um, you're spending their hard-earned money and it's really emotional and you're getting into the nuts and bolts of, you know, who they are, how they are, um, how they want to live, um, how they may be living now that doesn't help them. Um and so we then also get to choose who we get to work with. And that's really powerful, um, certainly for me, because in, you know, past lives, when you are stuck with somebody and you're not clicking or you're not um, being able to serve each other, it can be quite um, heavy. Soul sucking. <laughs> Completely. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. And we don't want to spend know. time with people or things or ideas that aren't truly aligned to um that core truth and essence about why we started a business in the first place and mm. client alignment is obviously a big part of it, but also so are the suppliers and the consultants. And within your business, I know you have built a really powerful network of other suppliers, experts in their field who you really mm. trust, you know, their expertise is shit hot. Mm. What advice would you have for women in business who are trying to understand how do I build really powerful referral partnerships that are reciprocal in time, energy, money, and value? Um, well, I, I think it's with any type of relationship, whether it's professional or personal, it's... Um, creating a, a bit of a space of vulnerability so that you can really understand who each other is so that you can connect on a, a deeper level than, than it's just being transactional. Um, I find that uh, particularly when we have clients come to us and they say, oh, we've got our own engineer or we've got our own private certifier. I'm like, um, that's great for you, but I've got no idea who they are. Um, and there's certain risk there um, for us to take another kind of component on particularly if we're managing that that sector as well um so when that does come through it's you know I love meeting new people and the the potential of another partnership is um is really exciting but I do take the time to get to know and understand to say you know is this going to be worthwhile for both parties or for all three parties in that case um, because the biggest thing that we uh, want to try and avoid is um, anyone thinking that we don't bring value to a scenario or a situation. Um, in terms of the referral partnerships that we have now or just the partnerships, um, it is 
like a bit of give and take. Um, a lot of the times when we find someone who is that shit hot person, it's like, okay, how do we get them into our fold? And we've got to do everything possible to make them want to work with us as mm. well. And that just might be about um, making it really clear why we want to work with them um, mm. and pointing out what their strengths are and the reasons why we're putting them forward to work with our clients um, and to be part of the, the project that is then being created from that. Um, and I think the way that we are building those relationships have been um, quite successful because it's, you know, it's all coming back to us now as well. So we work with the client side project manager. He's probably now referring us more work than we're referring him um, because of the, the dynamics there. Our town planner refers us work, our private certifier, our engineer. Um, and that is for us a really um, beautiful balance of knowing that we must be doing something right for these people now to also be putting their reputation on the line by referring us, which is quite nice. Recognition of that value. And I think when you make a commitment to each other and say, this is what we're about, how about you? Uh, you try it on for size and then very naturally and organically, it turns into something quite powerful. I do want to know in terms of the way that you feel uh, like you want to market your business. You often say that you built your business without a website, without social mm. media, people can't find you. And yet people come to you time and time again and say, we want Cassie and Evan and Sterling and Andy on our projects. And I think there's something very unique in that because you become the go-to people in this space mm. that other suppliers and uh, referral partners actively share your message on your behalf. What does it take to become a go-to person? Uh, I mean, yeah, great question, which I don't think I would be able to articulate the answer. All I know is, yes, whilst I don't have a, um, a website and Instagram and um, all the things that I guess you might hate me for, um, <laughs> All the things that I tell you to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that definitely was out of, um, and still is to a point, is out of fear. It's being fear of being exposed. It's also fear of um, then what if the wrong people find us? Mm. Like the people who are finding us at the moment effectively have already been vetted by the community that I've already said, yeah, cool, I really want to work with you and you're already in my life. You know me, you know Evan, you know Isabella. You you already know how we are and there's trust there that you wouldn't put anybody into my world where we would then be disrupted in any, in any case. Um, and so that's, I think that that's really where that all comes from. Um, and unfortunately, it is backed up by, um, you know, we do get leads all the time. Um, we're referred um, on a weekly basis, which is, you know, fantastic for a small architectural business. Um, and we're incredibly lucky. Um, we're lucky and also, like, we do work hard at it with the relationships that we are building for sure. Um, and I think it would be a disservice to say that it is just luck. Um, but it's just a little bit unconventional. But I am 
using it to my advantage at the moment, you know, when people do call and say, well, how do I know if you're any good? Um, and I get to now say, like, well, I didn't call you, you called me. You, Someone has told you that I am. Um, but that is mainly from a point of, like, oh, I don't know how to answer that question right now. Mm. Um, but we are good at what we do. And I think that um, I have so much more confidence when I'm talking to someone in person because I can really get to understand who they are um, and what they want and to see if there is an alignment. And if there isn't, one of the first things that I do say to anybody who calls, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, is that your architect's going to be in your life for the next two to seven years. Mm. You need to like them on a personal level and you need to trust them. And if you don't like us, that's totally fine. Don't, don't sign on with us um, because it will, it'll ruin the process. And the process when you're building your own home, it's hard. Like there's a lot of things that can go wrong and particularly in that construction phase, you know, when you're seeing the sausage get made, um people don't want to eat it uh or you know you can miss out on a lot of the joy there so having the team um backing you up and knowing that they're there to also provide that emotional support as well is is important I think being able to be specific about who it is you want to work with and in one way although putting yourself out online absolutely can attract perhaps people that you haven't met before, you've been able to establish such a powerful relationship with those referral partners that they're sending you exactly the kind of people. And so I think it's a really beautiful demonstration, particularly for people who are early on in their business, to figure out who are the suppliers that you want in your corner so that you can refer to them and add value to your clients Mm. and vice versa. And I had someone um, ask me a question yesterday if I had a few hundred bucks, where would I invest that from a marketing perspective? Like if I just, if I had some money that I could invest today, where would I do it? And for me, it's always in relationships and uh, whether it's taking people out for a coffee, whether it's joining a networking group, whether it's putting myself in the spaces in which I can connect with the people who are most going to understand my business and get me where I want to go Mm. yeah I think it's you know one of the things I guess that even COVID showed us is that we can't we don't work alone like um none of us do in terms of like you know society it's like even the fact that you need a buyer for you to run a business um and you need that that transactional kind of um connection in but um everything that we do we are that far much better um by the other people who then are connected into it Mm. as well so you know we we um sell our service which creates a product um but we like we actually legally and um logistically can't do it ourselves Mm -hmm. um and so that was really evident to us um that we needed an external team but I would take that into any type of business that you know say I have a new business in the future I would be taking that on board as well it's like actually it's not all me it can't be um it's very hard I don't for want it, to, it be, to be yes very hard for it to be 
are all on the one person. You can't wear every hat. And it's also not particularly enjoyable trying to wear every hat because we have the areas in which we're really skilled in and the other spaces in which suck our energy, suck our soul mm. and make us go, I don't I don't want to run this business anymore. I don't want to be a yep. business owner. I'm going to go and get a job. Yep. And that was, um, that's been really evident to Evan and I throughout the last five years. Um, what he gets energy out of doing, I don't um, and vice versa. And so that's worked really well for us. It's that whole, you know, if you're working in your flame, who's working in the, in the, in the wax or whatever I don't know what I'm saying but anyway mm. um his wax is my flame and vice versa so that's worked really well for us um and the tasks that just drain me it takes me three times as long to get through them as it does mm. for him so we work that out quite well um but in the same like you know even uh in the last couple of months we've been really talking about where we're wanting to take the business but also where we're wanting to take our lives like we when we started the business we wrote our shareholders agreement which is you know prenup for a um business uh directors and partnerships and owners or whatever it is a business um, marriage a business marriage um and because it does like it is like that you know well, I can't just you know go and spend money where I want to I've got to you know um uh we've got to talk about it but in the um in the shareholders agreement um it was very much okay well this is the business side but what are we wanting to do for our lives um you know Ev doesn't he's uh been with his partner for I think they've been together for like 12 years or something but they've got no intentions of having um children or getting married or um living that traditional life whereas I do um, and so we wrote it into our um, shareholders agreement that at some point I will be having children and I will be stepping aside and we need to make room for that and to make it sure that we can still run the business, um, still be making money and still kind of, you know, creating the life that uh, we've chosen to create with each other for the time being as well. I love that. Mm-hmm. And these are all conversations I think we need to have with any partner in our life, whether it's a business partner, a romantic partner, a friend, a, a family member, uh, that we sometimes skate over and we mm-hmm. actually don't address it. What advice would you have for people who are considering going into a business partnership? What should they be looking for in the other person? And how can they kind of figure out? if that other person is what they need? Um, I think it comes down to like a true understanding of what the other person stands for and what their values are. Um, And if there's alignment in the values and what you stand for, I think you can work out um, a lot of the other things. In terms of the the business side of things, um, particularly when, you know, Evan and I, when we started business, it was just the two of us. So we needed to make sure that we would be getting through all of the tasks to make sure that we were commercial and everything. So it was very much, okay, well, this is your hat. This is my hat. This is what I'm going to be responsible for. And this is what you are going to be responsible for. Um, And we were 
making sure that again it was the things that like I like doing those were the things that I got to do the things that he really likes doing he got to do those we both had things that's like oh this doesn't feel you know I'm not particularly um you know IT savvy or anything like that so I think in the beginning like I was meant to be looking after that like okay we've got to clearly like move that one over to you um you can be the IT guy um but having being able to be vulnerable and incredibly trustworthy and open um you know we recently there's been like a couple of times where it's like okay you're anxious about something let's we need to talk about this because I can see there's you know little bits and pieces that um you're showing signs that you there's something going on in the background that you're not kind of you know um it's not coming through properly um and as soon as we got that out into the open it was um uh, it was solved within 30 minutes and it's like mm. okay we need to remind ourselves that when we're starting to feel those feelings, because we've both been feeling them for different reasons, um, we got to tell the other person so that they can then actually step up and support us because um, we do. And that's what we have always done for each other. And typically, you know, when I am thinking, oh my God, I'm going to start crying any time. Mm. There's something wrong. I can't finish this thing. Um, he can finish it within 20 minutes. Mm. and that's like I've been worrying about this thing for weeks and it's like well had I just actually opened up about and communicated what was going on it's communication and I think sometimes we're so afraid to ask for help but also not being aware of the fact that when you're in a great partnership in a business partnership sometimes you don't even need to physically ask for the help you just need to communicate I'm feeling really down about this or I'm really mm. struggling with this. And you use that uh, rapport and that connection that you've built over many years to say, okay, I need to step in and support this person or I need to guide them in a way that's going to move them to a place where they feel really great about it. Because I think it can be very easy in all areas of life to swoop in and go, oh, I've got this, I'll fix it. And then also knowing the difference between that and holding space for someone to say how do where do I need to go and and how am I going to get there yeah a hundred percent when I was saying before it's like you know when Evan's told me I've fixed it in 30 minutes when I've told him he's fixed in 20 minutes most of the time it is oh you're thinking that x y and z has happened but actually it was one two and three and that's fine and then it's Sometimes it's just a conversation and to um, to understand the situation from a different perspective to think, yes, oh, uh, yeah, no, I have, like, I haven't stuffed up here and mm-hmm. this is, um, we're on the right track and this feeling that I've been having has actually been like a phantom thing that I've made up in my head and yeah. it's got me stuck but um, just having, like, someone else's hand there, it's not necessarily to get you out of the hole but... Mm-hmm. Um, to know that there is a lifeline there and to have trust that you're you're really not alone in what you're doing. Yeah, and I think that that was the thing. Um, there was a couple of weeks ago where um, uh, I said to Evan, I'm like, what's going on with this project? Like I haven't heard about it and but it's still on the books and everything. He's like, oh, yeah, I just couldn't. I didn't know what to say with this thing. And it was like from my point it was so minor, but for him mm. it was huge 
Um, and then we worked, worked through it. And I'm like, okay. And then he, like his whole body shifted, mm-hmm. like his body language shifted. And he was, again, he looked a lot lighter. And I was upset with myself that I didn't realise it or recognise it earlier because I was mm-hmm. you know, going through my own things and, and doing that. And we went out and we went to go grab a coffee and we were talking at the corner. And I said, um, like, all of the time we are, like we have shown time and time again that we are supportive of each other and that we'll get each other through whatever and it's not as if like if one of us makes a mistake because we do like and we're going to we're human um it's not like we're going to penalize each other for it like there's no consequence the consequence gets worse for the business if we don't do anything about it but it's not as if like I'm like okay 50 lashes yeah. you know like it's um and it's not like, you know, we're not going to fire each other. Um, I mean, you know, of course, like if someone, if something did, if, I mean, we could dissolve the partnership if we if we needed to, of course, and there's certainly it's things very now. Extreme. Um, it's super extreme. And it's like all of these, you know, the daily things, it's like there's no, we're only um, getting ourselves into a deeper kind of, um, struggle when we're not asking or talking to each other um, about things and that's I think one of the best things about the partnership that I do have with Evan is that support and that structure there and you know I've had a lot of people ask me why are you in business why are you why are you in a business partnership brother mm. um, and it is because he is there to support me when um, when I need it and when I don't realize I need it as well and I think those are the partnerships that truly thrive, right? And you know, again, I think it's something that you know deep within you that the places in which you thrive are surrounded by people who really see you for who you are and and mm. you see them. Um, and that's certainly been my experience as your friend and, um, you know, pretending that we work in the same business sometimes just because... <laughs> It's fun and we, fun. We, we work together sometimes. But Cass, I would love to know from you, we ask every guest uh, on the podcast about a power move that they have made in their life or their business lately. And I'd really love to hear from you something that you did that was a step in that direction. Uh-huh. Um. Well, the biggest power move I'm making at the moment is uh, deciding and choosing to um, move overseas for a little bit, and um, uh, which, of course, again, Evan is incredibly supportive about, um, and knowing that we're still going to make it work, um, and with a little bit of change and um, uh, trial and error, I guess. Uh, I'm going to see if I can do what I want to do in all aspects of life and um, and still find success in it. Very scary, but. It's a power um, move. Power moves can be scary. Yeah. Yeah, someone was asking me the other day, um, you know, what's your plan B? I'm like, I don't even have a plan A. I'm just kind of going with it and it's, going to be what it is and I can do that because I have such um, an incredible support here that will allow for that to happen 
I didn't want to make this podcast episode an Evan love fest, but we love you, Evan. And I think um, for any woman in business who has been thinking about going into partnership with someone, really consider a lot of the things that Cassie's talked about today, because I think it's so crucial in figuring out who are the people who truly see you for who you are in business and in life. Um, But Cass, we usually ask people where they can find you so that they can connect with you. And because you're not online anywhere or basically anywhere, she's on Instagram, but it's her personal one. People can ask me and I'll connect them with you. If you are someone who um, wants to connect with Cassie, learn more about her journey, I reckon you should definitely start an Instagram for your overseas adventure. Mm. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I just think that's something that you could do. I'm planting the seed now just for you to think yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Cassie's, uh, yeah, what would you call it? Um, Cassie's Cavort. Cassie's, Cassie in Paris. It's like Emily in Paris, but Cassie in Paris, which you're going to be. Yeah, I will be in Paris for the first month um, and then I will be moving on. So maybe yeah. that's just it. Wherever I go, it changes the, the name. You, yeah, you change the Again, name. Again. This is where I uh, I lose on the whole uh, social media connection, all that type of stuff. You're not losing. Okay. You're prioritizing the connection uh, yeah. in the places that work for you most. Cass, thank you so much. I'm so delighted that we could have this conversation and I can't wait for everyone else to hear this conversation. So I hope you loved listening to this as much as I did. Thank you, Cass. This episode of the Power Moves Only podcast has been brought to you by the Power Moves Club, a membership for women in business who want to learn, grow and connect together. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you loved it as much as I did. Thank you for being along this journey. I can't wait to bring you more. Have an amazing day.